Welcome to the Rose and Dagger podcast. I'm Lauren, Kings of Everything. I am Nick. Lewin has AF on Tumblr. And on AO3, you can find me at Yes is a World. All right. So this is episode 32. Yeah. Uh, talking about editing your own work. Yes. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, we got an ask about this. Um, I have screenshots. I, I, oh, I, great. I'm like all prepared. I love it. Um, discombobulated this morning and was not prepared. But I think it's a good question because I think if you either can't find a beta, yeah, which I know sometimes that is a that uh, is a problem that sometimes happens. Um, if you can't find a beta or want to just look over your stuff before you send it off to a beta, um, or doing a final read through after a beta. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different reasons why obviously you might want to be looking over your stuff. So good question. Um, their ask says tips for editing. What do you look for in your own work to tweak when editing? One of my biggest problems is changing a sentence only to realize that I already had essentially the same thing. One paragraph lower. That is a common issue. <laughs> I do that all the time. Every single time I read through I think everybody does that because yeah. your brain is, you know, it's the same brain Yeah. that wrote the, the original sentence. So you're like, oh, this would be great here. Yeah, exactly. I already thought of that. Yeah, just be patient. You'll get there. <sighs> yeah. Um, so I was going back and being like, wait, do I want it here or there? Where actually is the best place <laughs> for yeah. this? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. When that happens because you might just be like, okay, maybe you need to move that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't think there's anything you can do to stop yourself from doing that. Yeah. In the future. Just know uh, that you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're the beta. I feel like I can't really. Well, I mean, I do edit my own stuff. You know, I know what I did yesterday. What? I control F'd. The word just. Mm-hmm. The word well. Mm-hmm. And I did another one. And I can't remember what it was. But I'm not done. I'm going to do that some more because, like, I know uh, they're called crutch words. They're called what words? Crutch. Crutch words. Okay, yeah. And, and uh, um... They do, uh, for me, most often appear in dialogue. Mm -hmm. And um, that means that I'm making everyone sound the same. Right. Which is like me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, I should do so as well. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, yeah. Um, I went through and I was like, does this is this necessary? I would, I read over like the paragraph, I like the few sentences before the sentence that it appeared in. Um, and if, if it felt like it needed to be there, I left it. Otherwise I deleted it or edited the sentence around so that 
you know, I could change words or whatever. Yeah, doing uh, that is a, is a great idea. I also sometimes do that for like, um, like passive words, like is or uh-huh. was or things like that. And then I don't normally go through and change them all because sometimes passive is necessary yeah um and sometimes that would be like too much but um just sort of like glancing through and seeing like okay which ones are what would it make sense and would it be good for to change around in some way but yeah sometimes if you go through and you do one of those control finds for words like that it's like (laughs) embarrassingly shocking how many there are I'm just I'm not gonna say how many times the word just appeared in my fic that has only 30,000 words but but I was like whoa yeah Uh, I should do the word yeah as well yeah 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 Um, yeah so that's a good that's a good tip another tip that I think is really good is that when I'm editing I this is not something well so I, I read my like final read through. I put it on AO3 as a draft and then I read it on my phone like as the draft. Um, and I catch a lot of mistakes that way that I don't when I'm just reading it on the Google Doc. But I think even just changing font size and font, like the type of font, um, has you looking at... You see it differently. Uh, like, yeah, you're seeing it differently because your brain's not processing the exact same thing. A tip. Uh, if you if if people do it on AO3 as a draft, when you find a mistake or something you want to change because you have to like go in and edit and stuff like that on AO3, screenshot it. Yes. And then in the screenshot, you can like circle what mm-hmm. you know your error or whatever and make little notes there. Um, I did that a lot with Have Love Will Travel. Yeah, I've I've been taking I've been because I used to do it on the on the train like when I was commuting to work so I would you know just do my screenshots and then I would go back to fix it later and then have to like go through the screenshot to see where the mistake was and sometimes I couldn't find it like sometimes it was stuff that was like not wrong right but just something that was like maybe like it sounded awkward in the moment or something and so then going back and reading it through again I'd be like I don't know why I screenshotted this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, I like underline things like yeah because so, you can like yeah yeah exactly so now I've started writing on my screenshots of you know circling the thing that I um why I'm doing it so that I <laughs> that it makes it so that you don't forget yeah <laughs> exactly um so and then sometimes also like if it's a particularly long fic I might like also note what chapter I'm on or something on my screenshot so that it's easier to find later on since you have to edit by chapter and can't just do the whole thing all together. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, but even on Google Docs, um, yeah, just changing the font size and the font, the type of font. And reading it on your phone. Yeah. You know, Makes just a big difference. Exactly. It changes up um, things enough. Or to... you can even, like, change the background color of the page and stuff like that. Yeah. Whatever, you, whatever might help you notice mistakes. Exactly. Um, I know some people that like print it out and go through too. Um, I've never printed out a fic. I do that. Um, I know you have. Yeah, you I have. Print out I don't, some of my fics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it all the time. I tend to do it um, when it seems to me like there's like bigger structural problems. 
And I think I might need to rearrange like whole sections or um, do something like that. And for some reason, it feels like that's easier to do on paper than it is well, cutting pasting like as you go. Highlight and draw yeah. and, you know, exactly. all over it. So also sometimes if I'm just sort of like feeling stuck, sometimes I'll do that and print it out and then it changes the way you look at it and stuff. So, yeah. Um, and then... Um, I think my other thing is giving some time. Like, I think away. Yeah, I think it's harder to find um, both if you think it's great and you're ready to post it, or if you're because you're stuck or whatever. If you if you take some time away, sometimes that's useful. Um, but I think if you're like if you have just written something and then you go back and reread it immediately and then go to post it, I feel like your brain is still going to be sort of on autopilot mode um, and maybe won't catch some of those mistakes. That yeah. It yeah. And I don't have a time. I don't really have like a timeline of how long I put it away for. Um, and I also don't always follow that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the thing that I should do. Sometimes you just get so excited. Like I'm done. I'm going to post it. <sighs> yeah. Me finding a finished fic in my drafts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look at this! I know. I wonder why you didn't post it. I think I wanted it to lead to some smut, and I didn't know how to get there. Yeah. I don't know, honestly. Yeah. And maybe I was I was looking for something else. It was like a year. It's like a year old. Yeah. So I I've written. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um. I was looking for a completely different fic that I was like, okay, I think I have a fic in my drafts. It's like. It was a different, it was the chocolate one. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I was looking for that one. Cause I was like, if I can, if I can do it, I can get it done for Valentine's day. Clearly that's not happening. <laughs> um, and then I found that one and I was like, Oh, all right then. Yeah. Um, Oh, but the, so do you, you don't have notes. Okay. I have some notes. The other things are that I wrote down are repetition mm. and then clarity versus like flowery. Right. Okay, so I guess repetition first, since yes. that's first on my list. Yeah. Um. You know what made me? I, I when I was making my notes, I thought of uh, the uh, Ben Folds song, um, where he says three times is poetry. Um. <laughs> and then he, after that, he says, "So smooth, you can hear the beard." But um, <laughs> it's uh, it it it. You've said not that, but you've said what did you what did you say? Because you're like if you say it three times, it's like oh yeah, like then you're it's not like, think of it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know where you're going with this, but I it's like intentional. It. Yes, exactly. It's like an intentional repetition yeah. instead of like uh, you just started two sentences off the same way. Yeah. Um. So I go through when I read before you beta, and then again after you beta. Um, and then while you're baiting, cause I'm all up in the dock while you're doing it. Um, I look for that. Like if I start off, a, if I start a paragraph with, uh, the word the, mm -hmm. then, and I know that not everyone is like this and not everyone has to be like this. This is just me. Mm -hmm. Um, then like the next paragraph, I don't want to start with the word the. Oh, okay. That visually, it doesn't bother me in other people's fix. Yeah. But like in my own, I'm like a different word um 
if I start a sentence, like, one sentence off with, like, Louie, then, like, I don't want to start the next sentence off with Louie. Right. He said, he said, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. Unless, of course, if it's like, he said, he said, he said, then it's it's on purpose. Yeah. Um, So I look for repetition, um, and that's also not, like, like when I did the control F, uh, I found where like I'd used the word just and then like three sentences later I'd used it again and I was like damn (laughs) it is all over this fic and every fic I've ever written don't anyone go into my AO3 and control F the word just (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) Um, but yeah so like uh, I'll not just in sentences side by side like if if there's like similar wording Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll read over it again to make sure that it's, it needs to be that way. Or like, can I change it up? Mm-hmm. Um, like as well that those, that word pair, I guess, um, I might change it to two mm-hmm. or also, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't think of anything else with repetition. I'm sure there's more. Um, yeah, I think just, like whether or not it's um, it can be hard reading your own stuff to find those things. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, it's just, it can be really hard. I think sometimes I can go through and tell myself like, okay, on this read through, I'm only specifically looking for this one thing. Yeah. And see if I can, you know, I'm only going to look for the word just. I'm only going to focus, focus, focus on verbs. I'm only going to focus on whatever it may be. Um, and invariably, that never works. I always find other things and then get distracted <laughs> and lose my way. But I've heard people say you should, <laughs> it's a good goal of other mine. Other people have said. Other people have said this is a thing you should do. So I've tried it. <laughs> um, yeah, trying to focus on one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, rereading your own smut. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, cock, 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 cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try to alternate different yeah. terms for penis. Yes. Um, what else? Which, uh, there are... I know I think I feel like these are things that everyone has seen, but we can reblog them. I have them all um tagged on my blog. Uh like um alternate words for uh said, which we are big fans of the word said. Yes, there's nothing wrong with the word said. Or says. We yeah. we talked about that in the um dialogue episode. Yeah. Um but the there's a smut. There's actually probably a couple of smut posts that are like words to use in your sex scenes or mm-hmm. words to use when you're writing kisses. Oh, I forgot about that post. Um, <laughs> I totally did. Uh, and so there's there's all sorts of things like that. And we can maybe reblog some of those uh, or link them or whatever. Yeah. Um, because uh, you can get repetitive and you can only read the word cock so many times. Yes. Um. 
it's funny about smut because I know that everybody has their preferences and it's so polarizing because, and not even, this isn't even top bottom anything. This is just like word usage. (laughs) Some people are like the word willy. Um, (laughs) I, uh, when I was writing, this is me going off on a tangent, but when I was writing, um, oh my gosh, what's it called? The one where they're divorced and they get back together. I forgot. Someone to fly home to. Yeah. Um, I was talking in the Stitch and Bitch chat because they uh, they were going to be in Italy and um, uh, uh, some of the people, I don't want to use names because I'm not sure how they feel about that, but uh, had recently been to where, like to Rome and stuff like that. So that we, we uh, talked a lot about that and, uh, and somewhere in there, we got into talking about like the use, like, like uh, synonyms for penis, and uh, and and somebody said uh, the word willy. They read the word willy in a fic, and it was like used seriously. And they were like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna use that word in this fic. Yeah, and I did. It was referring to a centaur statue who had his penis broken off. But I did use the word willy. Um, but like, I know people are very particular about like um, which words they like to use and smut and which words they don't like to yeah. use and smut. Um, I almost feel like people are more particular about that than they are about like the rest of the fic. <laughs> yes. I would say so. <laughs> um, but there's no pleasing everybody. So you should do what you exactly. Like. You should do exactly what you want because yeah. someone's going to be unhappy with it. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. um, as long as you like it. Yes. I point at Nick. No <laughs> As long as Nick likes it, that's my audience right there. Um, you know what I should do is make a list of the things that you don't like and try to write a fic that hits all of those <laughs> and see if I can make you like it. I bet you could. <laughs> I could try. Yeah, ma'am. All right. Clarity versus flowery language. Yes. Um, this again sort of goes back to like style and people's own how they want to write or how they like writing but I think sometimes if you go too flowery then you can lose clarity a little bit when people get to the end of the sentence they forget what they were in the beginning exactly so sort of just making sure that you don't sort of cross that line while also making sure that your sentences are mixed up enough that it's not the same like he said blah yeah blah (laughs) you know like um or like like you don't have to have a 12 adjectives in one sentence yeah they can be like sprinkled throughout a paragraph or a couple of paragraphs Mm -hmm. um there was a post on my dash the other day that was like uh something 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 like glistening orbs rolled skyward mm-hmm. versus like she looked up you're right <laughs> um, and that was what made me think of this um because uh yeah like you're gonna get lost in the description yeah um and remember so many people we're finding out have uh aphantasia yeah exactly. <laughs> like a lot a lot more than like we originally like 
thought yeah. and the world originally thought. Um, so, you know, there a lot of people aren't going to be able to picture that anyway, and they're going to get confused. So, like, you have to kind of weigh what you like with your writing and what, how you like to write versus, like, do you want people to understand what you've written? Yeah. Yes. I do enjoy some flowery writing from time to time. I do. Not well. myself to write. I yeah, don't, I not write it, but I appreciate reading it sometimes. Do you have anything else? Is this a short episode? I feel like this is a short episode. Um, I was going to say that I think that these have all sort of been, what is it, like, more grammatical type things. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, editing yourself um, sort of big picture, like, content-wise, like, making sure things flow. Yeah. Making sure you have transitions, making sure that plot lines make sense. I think it's, I don't, I don't know that I have, other than putting it aside for a bit, giving your brain a break and then looking at it with fresh eyes. I don't know if I have um, particular advice other than, you know, maybe making yourself a checklist of like, do I have transitions? Do my, do I have scene breaks? Do I have, um, do I continue on too long after things have wrapped up? And yeah. you know, I don't know, like whatever you, um, whatever I guess you want to look for coming I at it. I just thought like, of uh, like one of the things that I do uh, look for as I'm writing, because I'm, I am the type of person that as I write, I go back and read like, um, like at night as I'm falling asleep, I'll read over what I've written and sometimes I'll edit it or I'll just kind of like make a note to go in and, and um, like I'll leave myself notes in the doc mm-hmm. uh, to go in and edit. But it, uh, reactions, like feelings, emotions, um, you often uh, will like flag something and be like, and how does he feel about this? Right. Um, because in my head he's having the emotions, but on paper, it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, I'll try to pay attention to that too. And I'll sometimes go in and add, you know, like a little, like what he's thinking or uh, what he's feeling uh, reactions to like what someone else says or what someone else does. Um, yeah. Because it can come across as like your, your care like your point of view character at this point uh is like not reacting at all to things that are happening um because i am also bad about i don't know if i would say it's bad but i will be like okay harry said louis said uh, with no anything else and then i'll because i just want to get through the dialogue or get through the scene um and then i'll go back in and add um other stuff like reactions and and actions and things like that um i don't think what else do you have yeah i was gonna say sort of to piggyback on that which isn't to say like going in and saying like louis is sad (laughs) (laughs) but you you can obviously get a lot of um emotion out without necessarily like you know, alluding to the emotion and whatever else without explicitly saying what it is. I feel like you're going to have to continue and give an example. Okay, so if I'm reading one of your things and I'm like, I want feelings here. 
it's not that I want you to go in and say like, Harry's angry that Louis said that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Harry is hurt by that. I don't think that we all like are that um, used to like naming our own feelings and are also like our characters aren't always like in touch with their feelings in that way, you know? Yeah. Um, but like his heart was racing and he, his palms started to sweat or like he wanted to hit something or he, yeah. It made him so mad. He had to like turn, you know, like, um, I don't know. I think that it's body language. Yes. Body language and stuff. Yeah. More so than, but you know, the way that you were like, when I'm telling you to put in feelings, it's not like I'm putting, asking you to put in like, that made Harry so happy. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Harry smiled. Exactly. Um, So just to clarify that, that's all. There are, uh, I'm trying to make notes of links that we can, uh, you uh put up um but i know there are like body language dictionaries uh online um because i personally get stuck in the same um using the same body language uh over and over again um and so uh you can like you can look by emotion (laughs) (laughs) exactly and then they'll be like you know eyes nose mouth you know, like literally like split up by like part of the face and part of the body, like different things yeah. um, that, you know, a person might do if they were feeling annoyed. Right. You can only roll your eyes so many times. That's not true. People roll their eyes all the time. Especially if you are me. <laughs> I was say, as a mother of four, um, they certainly well, no. Yeah. They actually don't. I laughed, I laughed at the nose because I was like, how can your nose show emotion? And then I was like, your nostrils can flare. <laughs> Harry and the nose scrunch. Yes. Um, yeah. So there's all sorts of things that uh, you can add to make your fic more, um, more better that's not what i was looking to say but i can't think of anything to, just to um variety yes yeah so you're not just like he said he said he said he said because you do want to see how the person's reacting right but it's also yeah again just to get you know my child is currently going through one like they had their lesson this year on like or last year on what was it like said is dead where they're not supposed to use the word said and so like he went through a big phase where it was like he exclaimed she yelled he whispered (laughs) (laughs) never use the word said and only use those other words um that's really distracting (laughs) yes if i use uh, a different word i make sure that in the next the dialogue tag after that or even you know like in in a conversation if there are 10 saids, mm-hmm. I might use one or two other words right. there to, to substitute for said. Um, and even then, uh, again, we talked about this in the dialogue episode, but you, you don't always even have to use a dialogue tag. Yeah, exactly. You, can, you know, you can be like, you know, Louis stomped away 
in the middle or whatever. Yeah. Like as long as you know who's saying what, you don't have to say the right the said part. Yeah. And I was gonna say like sometimes it's sometimes what they're saying isn't as important as how they're saying it. And so that might be important to have instead of said. Um, but sometimes it's just the actual what they're saying that's important. And so Yeah. Like just leaving it as said so it's not distracting is fine. Sometimes you need both. So you know, whatever you need. Yes. Yeah. It's your fic, whatever makes you happy. Yes. Yeah, I don't I think that's sort of all I have because it's for me it's a lot more about just like giving it some time. Yeah. Coming back to it with a trying to come back to it with a critical eye, which is not always possible. Um looking at it on a different screen or whatever, yeah. changing the font. Exactly. And then also like being gentle with yourself about it. Like I think that there's both both two different ways. One way is not looking at it too critically and thinking like, oh, you need to change everything. Everything when you come back to it, you probably don't. If it's readable and it's good, then you're good. Like you can move on. You don't need to go through like I mean, sometimes I go do go through, like, sentence by sentence and really make sure it's, you know. Reading totally... out loud, do we say that? Oh, yeah. Reading out loud is a great one. Yeah. Reading out loud is a great way to pick up on the things that you, that you might not notice that your eyes would skim over. Like, if you write the word the twice in a row. Yeah. Um, Google Docs has gotten better recently where it will, like, highlight stuff like that. Or if you're missing the word the, or you've written the word then instead of the, stuff like that. Um, and it also, it's also like what you were saying with your eyes glazing over the the and the the. Sometimes your eye, like as you're right reading, your eyes glaze over things because it's boring yeah. and your eyes are sort of just skimming. Yeah. And when you're reading, if you're reading out loud and you're like, oh my God, this is boring, then maybe it's time to go, oh, this okay. part should be edited out. <laughs> Do I need to edit, like, does this need to be this long? You know, can I cut this? Um, so that could be, that can be useful reading yeah. out loud as well. Reading out loud is good for dialogue as well. Yeah. Because people talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. People talk like this. People use contractions. People, um, um, um. Uh, you don't people don't say I am going to go to the store they say I'm going to the store mm -hmm. or I I should not have done that right. it's I shouldn't have done that mm -hmm. and it's not of <laughs> I read a fic that was like that the other day and I was like oh yeah um it is, uh, should not have, shouldn't have. It's a double contraction. Yep. That's fun times. Yeah. So I guess that's it. We have our uh, the other ask that we want to talk about. Yes. Hey, I just listened to the episode in your podcast where you talk about writing something that is out of your experience, which was episode 15. Thank you for listening. 
thank you for listening. That's looking <laughs> at you, which I found very interesting because so much that you write is out of your experience. Yeah. So a question that I had where I still can't find an answer for myself is where do you set the line and say that is where my experience ends? Where is the point for you to say that you should better ask other people to read it over because you just want to get it right? And going further into it, how is this all affected by writing things like ABO, which would probably count as something like urban fantasy where you make up your own social norms? Because the experience there would be even different from every person that is living in our society since things can be so different. Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear what you think about this. And I might want to add to my two asks before I myself am a not straight person from a small town in Germany, which I've never really left. So sometimes I'm already feeling like just writing about people living in bigger cities is out of my experience. But at the same time, it feels more like something that you could just pass on and people won't care as much as with other stuff. Um, I have a lot of thoughts. Great. Go first. <laughs> I was going to say, um, my first thought is that I think that that last part was was sort of key in that taking a thinking about what um, you're writing that might not be true to your experience because they're in a different setting or they're in a different whatever won't offend somebody if you get it or wrong. Or hurt them. Yeah. Won't hurt them. It might sound odd or it might not ring a hundred percent true, um, which to varying degrees, people will just go along with anyway. It doesn't matter um, in some, sometimes versus writing a character whose very being is different. Than yeah, I think they're, yeah, they're like, they're like levels of this question. Yeah. Um, that episode, episode 15, was because we got an ask about writing trans characters. Yeah. Um, and writing a trans character without having a sensitivity reader and and not being trans yourself is a poor choice in my opinion mm -hmm. um just I, I there's really nothing to add to that part of it it it's it, you um any 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 person whose personhood is is different from your own mm -hmm. um then you should, you know, you should have someone read over it. Yes, most of us are writing men, but I do think that most of us have experience with a lot of men in our lives, yeah. whether, you know, they are family or friends or just, you know, I think that's a little different. Yeah, men are also a marginalized group. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Say that again, because I think men are not the marginalized group. So right. if we write a man incorrectly, men as a whole are not going to be damaged <laughs> or yeah, hurt. They're not going to be hurt or upset. Yeah. Um, um, specifically writing in like a city like New York, you might have, okay, you definitely will have people like New Yorkers if you write it and it is just not the way things are in New York, then yes, you're going to have people who are, who live there um, or who have lived there who are going to be like, this is so unrealistic. Yeah. But most people are probably not going to notice anything. Right. And it's the same way. Like I have lived in New York for the past 15 years. Um, 
prior to that, I lived in the suburb. So me writing like a rural setting is going to be outside of my comfort zone because I don't know that as well as city and suburbs. Yeah. But I can, um, but I can, um, I can still imagine what I think my characters would be like in that situation. Yeah. It may not be true. Um, but to me, that's not always. Um... Well, you've also like, if you've read books, yeah. um, then you've read things that are, that take place in cities that you've never been to. And you've read things that take place on like farms or in the suburbs, even if you've never been to them, just like, you know, if you've never been to, uh, uh the uk or Mm -hmm. to the united states then you can you've still probably read stuff that's taken place there and so like you have an idea of what it's like you could write a a fix set in london um even if you've never been there Mm -hmm. um and you can totally make everything up but you're still sort of basing it on things that you know about the area right um and uh and then of course we suggest you have a brit picker Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so like we're, there's a, just a, there's a difference between like the situation and the, that you're writing about versus the people that you're writing about. Yeah. And I think it depends. Like there are some people who, if they are going to write a fic that takes place in London and they've never been to London, they're going to have maps. They're going to time out how long, you know, on Google Maps it takes to walk from person A, from place A to place B. They're going to have Google Street Maps out looking at what it looks like. They're going to, you know, the same way sort of historical fiction. You can have people who get really, really into all of the research aspect of it. And then you have people like me who are much more hand wavy about the whole thing and, you know, just say they went from place A to place B and that's that's that um so I think again it all sort of it depends on what you're writing how you want to write it um if you want to get really into those nitty-gritties it can make it feel really true right place but then you also run the risk of getting it wrong if you keep it vague maybe then it feels more like it could be set anywhere so you're missing out on that like specificity but a lot of people aren't going to care about that yeah exactly as far as ABO, I don't know that that really changes anything. The only thing, if you want to stick strictly to like someone else's Omegaverse um, rules for that universe, mm-hmm. you can do that. You can make up your own. Yeah, um, I was going to say that, I mean, the thing for me with that is that you need to, because the there aren't set if you're if you're basing something in the city, you're sure it's probably going to be fast paced. They're probably going to be taking public transportation. There's probably going to be there's things about like living in the city that I think are probably pretty universal, even if you've never been to the city. Yeah. The same way I imagine that like rural life, I have imagined things about that without, you know, and some of them might be stereotypes, obviously. But I sort of understand the rules of that universe yeah if you're writing something like abo or urban fantasy or apocalypse or zombie like if you're writing anything sort of fantasy then you need to do a certain amount of world building and put in the rules of that world like in your either through dialogue or through the narration so sort of people can understand what's happening yeah like seuss wrote um had the abo fic where there was um 
like licking involved. But so obviously like those rules are going to be need to be um, alluded to or explicitly said yeah. at some point so that the reader under the reader can understand the, the greater rules and norms of the world. Right. Um, in the, my first ABO fic, God, why can't I remember any of the titles? More Harry's a chef. Anyway, um, it's a, it's a thing for people to pay someone to bond them Mm -hmm. for like job and other purposes. Um, I did like a rules for this ABO universe thing at the, at the top. Wasn't like a long list. It was just like a few, Mm -hmm. um, you can do that or you can just kind of, I feel like that particular rule about paying for a bond is pretty, uh, you can figure it out from just the first few paragraphs. It's not, you don't need to like read it as a rule. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say about ABO uh, impreg, mm-hmm. um, I do think that uh, if you've never been pregnant and you don't know a lot about pregnancy, then uh, you should probably read up before you write a pregnancy. Mm -hmm. If you're writing for, especially from like the pregnant person's point of view. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that with ABO, I feel like, you know, it's just standard. Yeah. Fantasy type world. Yeah. I mean, I think in general, I think that if you're somebody who has lived in a small town their whole lives and has not really left their small towns, I suspect you can still imagine what it would be like for somebody to live in a city. Yeah. Um, and you writing that, even if you get something, a few things wrong, like, I don't know that, again, every reader is different. Some readers are still just going to go along with it. Yeah. Readers might get kicked out of the story if details are incorrect. And that's just, but that's true of literally everything. Yeah. Because you, what your small town is like is different than, you know, what somebody else's small town is like. So even those details could be off. Um, but I think as long as the character's motivations make sense in their world, um, to me, that's the most important cohesion. Yeah. Yeah. So just with that ask, I think that it's just a different thing. Yeah. If writing a, a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus what you know, location and, and yeah. stuff like that. Like I think I think I may have mentioned this before too, where it's like I once read a story that took place in a famous building where I worked. Yes. And so like I like I gave that person a lot of leeway because obviously they did not work there. Obviously they did not understand the inner workings of the building. Yeah the way I did. So there were times where I was like, Oh my God, this doesn't make sense. Like, that's not the way this is. But realizing that like, I'm probably one of maybe two readers who's ever going to yeah. read this thing. You would like know that specific fact, um, gave me like a lot of leeway on that versus like, um, it's not like I would be like, Oh, this person's a terrible writer because they don't have the blueprints to this one yeah. particular building. Southern um, fix written by people who aren't Southern. Yeah. That's like, that's, that would be like the, yes. the thing for me. Exactly. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I think, and I think it does make sense. Like if I'm betaing something that takes place in New York city, since I've lived there, there are probably things as a beta that I'm going to catch and could change versus, um, you know, baiting a fic that takes place in San Francisco where I've never been. And, or, I mean, I've been, so I have, but I haven't, I don't know it that intimately. Yeah. Um, and so honestly, I think it's a lot of people use more than one beta. So it's your choice, whether you want to have multiple betas, you could have a beta. Like I know people who have had just like, Hey, you've lived in the city and this fic takes place in the city. Can you just read it over to make sure it makes sense? That's how we became friends. Is it? Yes. <laughs> you were writing that fic, Fire and Ice. Oh my gosh. I mean, we were already true. friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, you were writing a fic set in yeah. South Carolina. Yes. And you were and like, in a restaurant. And I emailed, in a restaurant. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I have not worked in a restaurant. Can you just read through this and make sure that it's. <laughs> And that is how we became friends. True. I totally forgot about that. I did too until just now. <laughs> I love that pic. Yeah. Me too. I think my 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 biggest answer to that is to, if it's just like a city versus country thing, to not worry about it. Yeah. Very much. I think you'll but be But if you fine. want someone to read over it, you know. Yeah, exactly. You're you're probably overthinking it. Yeah. Is like re if yeah. do you think what you're writing might accidentally like might hurt someone? Yes. Then you know, I think that's the line. Like they were asking, "Where's the line?" Yeah. Yeah. There's the line right there. Yeah. Like yeah. if I was reading it and you got a detail wrong about a city, I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like yeah. This again, my whole personhood is invalidated. Because you <laughs> versus like I know there have been fix where like bi people there's like some biphobic stuff yeah. um, and that's you know made me like not want to read a fic but yeah I guess that's it yeah what are we gonna do next I know we talked about it last time um, 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 um. last time we talked about it we have titles yeah. And how to write a good beginning to hook the reader. Yeah, maybe we'll do that one next. Yeah, because I've been thinking about that. Yeah. You know why? Because uh, I was looking through my drafts and I had, I had drafted uh, one of those where you take the first sentence from each of your like most recent however many fix. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you're supposed to like look at them and compare them and see if you have any patterns or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that was what made me think of it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. Yeah. But I was waiting for my fic to come off and on. Yeah. Later today. Woohoo! Yay. All right. Okay. Well, this is episode 32. Yep. That's a lot. It is. Talking about editing your own work. Yep. I am Nick. Lewin has AF on Tumblr. And Yes is a World on AO3. And I'm Lauren, Kings of Everything. And thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> I'm just a little bit of a